On this episode of the Film Optics Podcast, it looks like Marvel Studios has officially pushed back all of their upcoming films to 2021. It also looks like Marvel's WandaVision has been confirmed to debut in 2020. So let's jump in. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Film Optics, brought to you by the Drive-In Podcast Network, where we bring you the headline hot takes of entertainment news. I'm your host, Christian, and today, of course, we will be talking about the world of film, TV, and everything pop culture related. And as always, I'm joined by my good friend and my co-host, who has decided to join the PlayStation Nation. I cannot believe it. How are you doing? I never, never thought I'd hear those words. Oh, he's joining the PlayStation Nation. He's going to play that Spider-Man. I'm getting in cheap, though. Yeah, PS4. he's going to super cheap. Yeah, he's, he's going to get that super super cheap PS4 because... My Spidey station. <laughs> Spidey Yeah, pretty much. And also, Devin, you got you got to... Uh, well, you, you got a couple things to get. You know, you got, um, you got Miles Morales coming up, and you got to buy the DLC... For the Spider-Man PS4 game as well. I will if you will. <laughs> buy buy well, the whole no, game no, again. S- Wait, what? <laughs> buy the entire game again. Oh, God. <laughs> I already got my remastered version locked in with my PlayStation 5 pre-order. doesn't work that way. No. <laughs> but, yes. Um, of course, you know, we're, we're here to talk about the news that we talk about every single week. Um Wanted to apologize really quick because we were originally supposed to have a separate podcast to talk about everything that happened at the PlayStation 5 showcase, but there's just so much going on right now. I'm glad we didn't do that because there's a lot of news that came out since then. Yeah, there there actually is a lot. And unfortunately, you know, we had we had a few people lined up, you know, we we had a solid pod of people coming on, but you know, life happens. People had to cancel, and that's totally fine. Nothing wrong with that. So, we're here to talk about the news, but before we do, we're going to talk. <laughs> I don't know why I made that pause. Um, anyway, you can listen to this podcast before before we begin on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Red Circle, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and of course, our newest platform, Amazon Music. And you can follow us on social media at Twitter and Instagram. At Film Optics, Optics is with an X for Xbox, X-Force, all that jazz. So, Devin, let's get into the comic book news. Now, we got some, we got, it's, it's been a roller coaster of news. We, we were sending stuff to each other back and forth. I was like, oh, my God, that's amazing. And then something else was like, oh, my God, that's terrible. But we're, we're going to start off, start off on a terrible note today, even though I sound just as happy as Snowbike Mike from the, from the. Oh, that's not possible. <laughs> He's so upbeat all the time. How is it possible? How? I He's just good at his job. He is really good. I'm like, I wish I had your attitude. Like, my gosh, it's never in the dumps. Anyway, um, I'll take this first uh, story here really quick. We have Marvel Studios has officially pushed back all of their upcoming films. That includes Black Widow, which is now going to be uh, – has been moved to May 7th of 2021. Shang-Chi has been moved to July 9th 
of next year. And then Eternals, not the the, just Eternals. It's cleaner that way. It's going to be pumping out next November, November 5th. But this is going to be the first year since 2009, since we haven't had a Marvel movie come out to theaters because of the state of the world. Yeah, I mean, yeah, this sucks, but not only is it the best for the public safety of, of everyone in the world, but also it's best financially for them to just wait. Because Tenet was an amazing movie, but did not make any money. Do you think we're going to see Dune and Wonder Woman move, or at least one of the two? Uh, I think it's going to be Dune. <laughs> to be probably. Honest. There's no reason not to, to be honest. Like, why yeah. rush it out? I mean, I've always. I mean, what I'm, do you I'm, gain I'm, from putting it out this year? The only the only way you could push it out is if you stick to the VOD method. I'm I'm but. more so wondering if if Bond's going to push back again because what is Ooh, it the, the third yeah. or fourth time and they've already spent so much money on marketing. I'm, same with Wonder Woman though. This is like yeah. the fifth or sixth time, so it's like, what's going to happen? I don't know. It's I would be willing to bet that Dune definitely gets pushed back, and then the other two, it's up in the air. Till when do you think Dune would be pushed back? Hopefully next year, no later. <laughs> I've seen a lot of people on Twitter saying it, it it would be like a nice spring release, you know, like that one big movie that everyone can see during that time right right before the summer hits. I'm like, mm, maybe I could see it there. Definitely wouldn't pump it out in like January or February because nobody's going to go see it at all. <laughs> so maybe like a good March, April release date would be pretty good. It doesn't really feel like a summer movie. I guess if they wanted to push it back to next December, they could, but like that would really, really suck. But it would give people more time to read the books. So there we go. All right. Speaking Devin. of MCU, yeah, we might not be getting any movies this year, but we will be no. getting an MCU project. <gasps> Which one? Is it Marvel's mm. WandaVision has been Ooh. confirmed for this year? <laughs> WandaVision really just came up on uh, Falcon Winter Soldier and said, on your left. <laughs> Did you see how many views the trailer got? It got more than the Avengers Infinity War uh, yeah, trailer. That's a lot. On people, YouTube. People are missing the MCU. That is insane. Like, yeah. And, the, and the trailer was really good, too. Like, it looks like crazy, like wacky, like something that's very new for them. Yeah, like I, I'm, I'm on board. Like out of Falcon, Winter Soldier, Loki, and WandaVision, WandaVision has always been top of my radar. I'm like this. It just looks, it looks strange. You know, I'm, hopefully it'll tie into uh, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. So we have that going on. So it's like, it, it, it just looks fantastic. I've watched it a few times myself. So it's, I'm, I'm, I'm all there for it. Like 100. percent Just give it all to me, Elizabeth Olsen. Yes, please. 100%. And uh, we don't have a exact date for when WandaVision comes out. Um, it, was, it was rumored that it was supposed to come out the same day as Mandalorian. Which, that makes no sense. Yeah, zero sense whatsoever. But we know Mandalorian's coming out October 30th. See, another reason, Devin. We talked about this during our Monsterland review. Another reason why October... Just, just push by it. I, I just want, I want Mandalorian... I want WandaVision. I want all of it. It's just, there's these extra 31 days that just don't need to be there. Just, just throw it out. 
That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But our next bit of news here, we have the Suicide Squad spinoff series, Peacemaker, starring John Cena. <laughs> and um, really it looks like James. See it. Yeah. Did, um, did he follow you on Twitter? He followed me. Did he? He did. I didn't see it. I don't think it's really John Cena. <laughs> it's probably his PR guy. <laughs> his, uh, his social guy. But yes, um, uh, John Suicide Squad Peacemaker uh, spinoff series featuring, uh, starring John Cena, excuse me, uh, from James Gunn's um, Suicide Squad. Produced uh, and written by James Gunn as well. Yeah. Coming to HBO Max, baby. So we got that. Be a lot of fun. Um, just just another reason to subscribe to HBO Max. They got a great deal going on right now. You get eleven ninety nine a month for an entire year. You get to watch all this goodness. You, you get to watch some uh, some Zack Snyder some Zack Snyder Justice League if, if you're up for that. You got you got your Studio Ghibli. You got your your DC Universe shows are going to be on there. It's it's a good time. It's a really good time. We got Peacemaker coming. It's going to be amazing. We got also we got Game of Thrones House of Dragons coming HBO Max. So. I, I had to put that in there. You know, we, we, we got to get paid. <laughs> but uh, any other thoughts about this story before we uh, move on here? I don't really like John Cena that much. I don't know anything about the characters. But Nor do I. I. But I, trucked, I trust James Gunn. So I do too. We'll see. We shall see. I know a lot of people on Twitter I saw were uh, clamoring for a um, Black Canary show with uh, uh, Journey from who played Black Narian, who's also in Lovecraft Country. I'm blanking on her last name right now. But, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. I'm, I'm excited. But do you want to take this next bit of news? Loki. Ooh. Our pal Loki is back and has officially resumed production. Ooh. That's the news. Cool. Yep. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on here. Uh, we have Robert Kirkman's Invincible animated series. We'll have a virtual panel at New York Comic Con. The voice cl- cast includes Steven Yeun, Mark Hamill, Zazie Beetz, uh, Sandra O, oh, Walter Goggins, and J.K. Simmons. Ooh, that's Spider-Man. This, sh- this show's going to be hype. It's going to be awesome. Is it, is it Amazon? Right? I thought it was Hulu. I could be wrong. Oh, wait, no, I think it is Amazon. And we have some Amazon news in the gaming realm later to later on too. That's going to be some weird stuff. Um, I think I think it is Amazon, but yeah, it is Amazon. I'm like ninety eight percent sure. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's pretty much the the news there. I didn't really find a link, so <laughs> yeah. Let's uh, we'll you get more move? info during their panel, maybe. Yeah, hopefully. Right, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna take this next one and attempt these names. Usually you get stuck with them. <laughs> hey, I, I I had to plan it out. I'm like, all right, if I take this one, we're we're going alternative here. I'm like, oh, perfect. I'm like, all right, <laughs> go ahead. All right, so Ms. Marvel has found their directors. Ooh, directors. The list includes Adil El Arabi, Bilal Fala. Charmin Obaid Chinoy and Mira Menon. Ooh, I like that, Devin. I'm, I'm going to give myself an A there. 
gonna give you an and, I, and I want all of all of them to reach out and and tell me if I got it correct or not. <laughs> Let's give us um, Blu-ray copies for uh, Miss Marvel series, please. Just right off the bat, right off so, the press. So the so the first two names, those guys are the ones that directed Bad Boys for Life. We've we've known about this for a while now. I think that came mm-hmm. out like a few months ago that they were looking to get into the MCU, and then they landed on Ms. Marvel. It's a, it's a good match, I'd say. Yeah. And then we got Mira Manon. Um, under her belt, she's got The Walking Dead, The Punisher, and Titans. So, pretty decent. Two history. out of three. <laughs> if that. If that. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're right. <laughs> and, and I think that's it, pretty much. For Miss Marvel for life. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that pretty much does it for comic book news. I don't think there was anything else. Um, I think there was something about J.K. Simmons was like officially a part of Spider-Man 3, but no one's really like... He said he can't really talk about much, but he'll be back. Hopefully he'll be back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll, He'll be back. It's fine. But let's move on to the new normal section here. Uh, we have the Emmys that happened this you mean, past. You mean the Shits Creek Awards? <laughs> yeah, the Shits Creek Awards. Yes, Devin. They, they. oh my gosh, they swept house. Just They won it was the, first, the first six, right? And then yeah, like yeah. 12 Did you watch? or something? No, I didn't watch any of it. I, I watched the majority of it. Um, and then I was like, oh, I got to go to work. So I went to bed. So... <laughs> But uh, just to name off a few of the uh, the I'll just name off the name off the uh, winners really quick uh, for drama series uh, Succession one for HBO uh, supporting actress in a drama series we have Julia Garner uh, Garner from Ozark uh, she took it home there uh, supporting actor in a drama series Billy uh, Crudup from the Morning Show ooh one wow there we go uh, directing for a drama series we have. Andre Parek from Succession uh, in Hunting. I'm not sure if that was, I think that's the episode that she directed. Yeah. Or he, I really don't know. Uh, writing for a drama series, we have Jesse Armstrong for Succession. Um, I, need to, I need to start watching Succession again. <sighs> Everyone wants to watch it. I feel like it, the more people watch it, it makes me not want to watch it because it's like, it's, just, it's like one of, like, I didn't start watching Stranger Things. Until after Stranger Things one, like Stranger Things two, was like a thing, and I was like, okay, I guess people are like, you know, really liking this show. I guess I was one of those bandwagon guys. I don't know, but maybe I'll check it out. Well, I'm watching Euphoria right now. And speaking of Euphoria, speaking of lead actress in a drama series, we have Zendaya. The the most pleasant surprise. She has a last name, and they mentioned it like once. I think it starts with a C. I can't remember. I think it's like. It's not Carter. It's like Cameron or something. I don't know. I, I definitely, I can definitely find that out. Anyway, uh, did, you, lead did act- you see on Did you see on Twitter <laughs> that there were like different accounts and like publications saying that it was like the biggest upset of the night, and then a bunch yeah, of Zendaya stands were pissed off saying, "I'm not upset." Like that's that's yeah. not what upset means here, buddy. Yeah, I, I it's a different yeah, meaning. Yeah, definitely a different meaning. But that show is, like, yeah, she deserves it. Very yeah, I'm on, I'm on episode four, Devin. I've been watching a lot. I had to take a break yesterday, but ha- had a few things to do. But how's gonna... it compared to your high school experience? <laughs> Mine's much better <laughs> than you know the things happening there. But it it is it's great. It is wow. 
I'm I'm actually mad that I waited this long to watch it because it was it's been on my list. And I was like, all right, I don't really have anything to watch right now. So let's let's dive into something new. And I was like, Chernobyl. I'm like, yeah, I'll get to Chernobyl. But I'm like, ooh, Euphoria. You know, you know what? Z- Zendaya won. Let's see what all the hubbub's about. So anyway, uh, moving on. Yeah, we have, there's a there's a lot more awards. So I guess we can just name off. Yeah, like, um, we got um, a quick Jeremy shout Strong out. for Succession and uh, lead actor. In the drama we, series, we have uh, Watchmen, one limited oh, series. Of course, I still need to watch that. It's so I will. G- see, that's the show you need. It's it is very very nice, easy ten episodes. Um, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Abdul Mateen the second one for Watchmen and supporting actor in a limited series. Yeah, Let's Eugene see. Levy one for lead actor in a comedy series. Another Watchmen win for writing for a limited series. Mark yeah. Ruffalo Watchmen. gets a win for lead actor in a limited series. Wow, yeah, good old rough guy. Um, Regina King gets it for lead actress, Watchmen. Yeah. And then Schitt's Creek, of course, wins every comedy category. (laughs) I think it's on Netflix. Have you watched it? I have not, but my dad has, and he likes it. I'll probably end up watching it at some point. But yeah. And that's um, it. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't want to turn this into a (laughs) surprise. This is our Emmy podcast. (laughs) But no, uh, so yeah, let's move on here. Uh, you want to take this next bit of news? You uh, you shared this with me earlier this week. I think. Yeah, Netflix has acquired a movie called The Guilty for thirty million dollars, and this movie will star Jake Gyllenhaal with Antoine Fuqua directing. Fuqua. The film takes place over a single morning in a nine one one dispatch call call center as a call operator tries to save a caller in grave danger, and that sounds Ooh. exactly like that Halle Berry movie from like fifteen years ago. <laughs> I think what it was called was the, the Cell or The Call or something. Yeah, something like that. I remember that. God, whatever happened to Halle Berry? She's just know. hanging out. Yeah, chilling, living life, living that quarantine life probably. <laughs> yeah. So uh, next up on our list here, we have uh, Chris Rock is writing a script that will pair him with Dave Chappelle and Adam Sandler. That seems like a pretty awesome yeah, combination. That's, that's a pairing we have not seen it's been a We've while. Seen Chris, Chris Rock, Rock. Adam Sandler, but yeah. Dave Chappelle, throw that in there. That's <laughs> that's interesting. That's oh, sorry, Siri. Shut up, Siri. <laughs> Last thing he was in was a, a Star Is Born. <laughs> yeah, Dave Chappelle. It was I'm like he, he had a very small role, but it was but it, it was, was very it was impactful. Yeah, it was yeah very led up to a very impactful scene for sure. I was just like, ooh, this is uh all right. But yes, uh, the plot details do remain under wraps. It is it is um, an early stage of development, but uh, the Hollywood Reporter uh, described a, uh, Rock as giddy about the idea. So take that, what you will. <laughs> so, was isn't it supposed to be in that new Saw movie as well? Whatever happened yeah. to that? They just get pushed back like every, everything else. Yeah. Cool. All right, so we have John David Washington for our next story. Mr. Washington wants to do a Tenet sequel. He says, I hope we get to explore more because I think we found something really unique. I, I, I hope so, too, but I'm not going to get my hopes up. I don't think Christopher Nolan's much for sequels. He did the Batman trilogy, but that was because he but was under was contract. Batman. Yeah, yeah, that is I don't, true. I don't see him doing a sequel for one of his own movies. Yeah. Apparently, the Batman's a trilogy... Apparently, we've talked about that. Yeah. I don't know what happened there. Like, I don't know where someone's just like, oh, the Batman trilogy. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. 
No one said anything about a trilogy here, <laughs> but we'll just have to wait and see. Anyway, uh, I want to take this next bit of news. Ryan Johnson is talking about the Knives Out sequel, although he does not want to call it a Knives Out sequel. Mm. He says, it's not really a Knives Out sequel. I need to come up with a title for it so I can stop calling it the Knives Out sequel. Because <laughs> it's just Daniel Craig as the same detective with a totally new cast. Ooh. So yeah, it would be. They should call it like... Knives out to the donut hole. Within a hole <laughs> There's a hole within every. <laughs> that was such a great analogy. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" I, not, I his, his character is so good. So him being in the sequel is so perfect. We need to watch this during Thanksgiving. It, it's like the perfect. It's, it's like the only Thanksgiving movie. Yeah, <laughs> I definitely want to watch it for Thanksgiving this year. It's just so. It just it has that vibe, you know, the look, the. The fall wear, you know, the house, just everything about it. So, yeah, that'll be really awesome. Anyway, moving on here. Um, <laughs> Bella Thorne's revenge thriller girl lands um, a, uh, oh, lands a uh, screen media. Sorry, I like zoned out there for a second. Um, do you actually want to talk about I really don't know what it, what this is about. <laughs> uh, I, I was just going to say, it's not much of a hot take right now, but Bella Thorne sucks for what she did <laughs> on OnlyFans. I don't know if you're familiar. I'm not familiar, actually. But she basically inflated the prices so much for OnlyFans that it affected the entire community as a whole and stopped people from getting paid. Wow. And then she walked away with like $2 million. How did she do and, that? Yeah, just... <laughs> being awful that is terrible wow well that sucks <laughs> like really, speaking, really also blocked. speaking about though and i actually watched the the babysitter too uh last week oh is she in it yeah the whole the whole crew is back oh the whole crew's back oh yeah, okay. even a even a certain special <gasps> someone uh oh now I want to watch it. Now I want to watch it. it. I got to watch it, it for you first. It was actually entertaining. Was it? Okay. Maybe we can review it. I don't know. I think I know we were thinking about it. And it was like, eh, it's Halloween. Well, not yet. Still September, people. Still September. Just want to let you guys know. Still September. Anyway, <laughs> Family Guy. Before our next news story here, before we get into some gaming stuff. Family Guy and Bob's Burgers have been renewed for two more seasons by Fox, Family a.k.a. Going Disney strong. overlords. Huh? Family Guy going strong still. Yeah, I've actually watched really an episode surprised. in probably 10 years. I haven't watched. Yeah, it's been a while for me, too. Like, if, if there is something Family Guy will look up, it's just like a random clip online to show somebody something. I do want to watch that quarantine episode of, um, was it South Park that's supposed to be airing? I don't know if it has already. Might have, knowing my luck. But uh, Bob's Burgers as well gets that. Uh, I've never watched this. Bob's Burgers is really good. I, it's been a while since I think I stopped out to like season two or three, but only because I think I was waiting for the next season and then I never got around to it. So, but it's it's really good. I like it a lot for sure. It's 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 good stuff. I think it's on Hulu. I'm pretty sure that's where Disney dumps all their mature content anyway. So. <laughs> All right, it's time for some games. Ooh, dead a lot, lot of Xbox news here. A lot of Xbox news. You want Xbox, to, you, <laughs> Xbox Series X and S pre-orders are basically sold out for now. Sounds like it was just as chaotic as the PlayStation launch. Let me tell you, Devin, 
It was because I thought about buying an Xbox Series X. I was I was very close. I had one in my cart. You already know the story somewhat, but um, I will say um, when I got my PlayStation Five, um, I got a little bit of a tip that you know GameStop had started accepting pre-orders. I ran my black ass out the door. Sorry about that, everyone, but <laughs> I ran out the door. And just, you know, my GameStop's like right, right up the street from me. Took, took me like maybe four or five minutes to get there. Secured my PlayStation 5. It is, yes. And then for the Xbox Series X, um, it took me about maybe a good 20, 25 minutes. A lot of sites were crashing, which is actually a concern because it's like, how does this happen? Like, you you have all these websites, especially like websites like Best Buy and Amazon, Especially Amazon, where people are always buying things, want like twenty four seven, like it just kept crashing. GameStop kept on saying, "Oh, you're in line," but it wouldn't let you um, pre order. Uh, Best Buy actually held off like an hour after and then opened up their pre orders, which was really weird because they were supposed to start at eight a.m. Pacific time, but I ended up getting one through Amazon, and then I was like. It's just too much right now. Maybe later on down the line. Oh, sorry about that. Maybe later on down the line. Probably not because I got a new graphics card to buy. So, but it, it was it was kind of hectic, yeah. But are you buying an Xbox, Devin? I have a box right here on the floor that plays Xbox games, so I will yeah, not. Yeah, De- Devin's again. Devin is joining the PlayStation Nation, so he said, "Forget about you, Xbox. I'm going with PlayStation this generation." <laughs> Master Race. PlayStation Master Race. <laughs> no, never. PC Master Race. Never, never. P- PC but, is the next gen and always will be the next gen. It, it literally, PC is PC is past, present, and future. P- PC is genless. It's, it's it, it is PC. genless. Because even even if, like, okay, like the, the Skyrim special edition that came out, like, a few years ago, like, console players were mad that PC players got it for free. It's like, well, you have to think, think about it on the PC side. It's... It's you know when, when when you're playing on a console, you know it's it's certain specs like you're playing a game at a certain resolution at, at certain settings. You're essentially yes, you're buying for buying for a better experience, but on PC, it's just an update, and they're not going to charge people for an update. Not on PC, at least. It's just the way it is. But hey, I mean, if you switch over to PC. Like it's a bit of an upfront cost, but you save a lot of money in the long run. Oh yeah, no pl- no paying to play online. You get Xbox Game Pass for five to ten dollars a month. Mul- multiple get- stores to buy from, so there's going to be discounts constantly. Epic Game Stores give. I have an entire Epic Gaming library from the Epic Game Store from all the free games that they give people each month, and you don't even have to pay anything for it. It's 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 literally just free. All of it. It's great. They even they even just are paying people to download Rocket League for free. Yeah, giving away a ten dollar coupon. Yeah, and a ten dollar. Yeah, I got, I got my Rocket League ten dollar coupon. I'm like, cool. I'll use this for whatever other game I decide to put it towards. But Devin, all all these people are buying the Xbox Series X and the Xbox oh, Series S. They're getting confused out here, Devin. We got we got the soccer moms are buying the Xbox One X. Because the the sales ranking is up seven hundred and forty eight percent, forty seven percent on Amazon. 
<laughs> I wonder how many people are actually buying an Xbox One X instead of a Series X. Because I've seen people online like, oh, I secure next generation. And people are like, bro, <laughs> Xbox Series X doesn't come out to November. Why is it saying that your item's shipping soon? <laughs> you got like a good like month and a half left. Yeah, the, the names <laughs> are so incredibly bad. It really is. And it's, uh, it's. I mean, I, I get where they're going for it. but They, they had Xbox One. They could have just went to two. But then or it they sounds like it's less than the PlayStation. <laughs> but I don't know. They just screwed what? themselves. Oh yeah, someone someone put that out there. It's like you can't go to Xbox Two because five is less than two. I'm like, I don't think that. No, I I don't think that's a thing. But um, I wanted to say that when it comes to, <laughs> it's just really funny that people are buying an Xbox One X X when they're actually they're discontinued. So whatever is out there is out there. Microsoft's not making any more. It was the perfect plan. They named them similarly just to get the extra sales at the end of that life cycle. <laughs> Diabolical. <laughs> but um, when it comes to those sales, it's like, I just, I don't know. I mean, I feel bad for some people, but like, I really wish that Xbox would have started. You know, we had the Xbox and then we had Xbox 360. They should have went 720, Xbox 720, then Xbox 900, and then kind of went on over a thousand that's over nine thousand or something like that but xbox 720 would have been a perfect name everyone's like oh my god when is the xbox 720 coming out and they're like what they're like oh the xbox one because it's all in one and i got it and i i was on board for like the drm like that sounded amazing and people console players are like yeah we don't want that i was like mm. You guys just don't want the future. It's the future. But, Devin, let's talk about these uh, expandable storage costs it's for little, the Xbox. Little, little tiny little uh, external Very SSD for, for the Xbox uh, Series X slash S made by Seagate, if I'm correct. Mm-hmm. And it costs $220 for one terabyte. It's quite the, quite the expense, but... Um, SSDs are more expensive than hard drives, and external yes, SSDs are even more expensive. So yes, it does are. make sense for like it, it. Yeah, like for us, it makes sense because you know, again, you know, we're, we're PC players. We we we've gone through all this before. If we want more, if we want more storage, we're going to be paying around the same price, especially for for external for sure. But this is going to be a big shock to console players because. Microsoft, I feel, is, you know, they're just, like, slowly pushing their console more to be as more of a PC, if anything. And it's, like, I'm not saying that we spend $220 on an external hard drive because we haven't because anything we buy is going to be internal, at least for the most part, which is a little bit cheaper, but also depends on if it is a hard disk drive or a solid-state drive or N.2 drive. But I won't get into all that. Um but yeah, I mean it's it's going to be more of a shock for sure. Um, I mean, if I mean, it, it just depends on how much you you play games. To be completely honest, it just depends. You know, I mean, if if you're gaming, you know, you got X amount of gamer tag, twenty four seven, you probably are going to need that expendable storage. But like, I mean, if you're you know a casual gamer or you're playing more than the casual gamer a little bit, you you still should be fine. It just depends on what kind of games you like to play. So yeah, and hope for a. Uh... Ooh, 
it's time for the big the big story. I know you Go want ahead, to take Devin. it. You want me to take it? Yeah. It's mine? (laughs) I'm very excited about this. Let me tell you. Because, whoo, man, the this is this this is like genius marketing. The day before the Xbox Series X and the Xbox Series S went live for pre-orders, Microsoft just went up and knocked on Bethesda's door and said, we would like to purchase your company and all of your IP, please. We'll have, we'll have one Bethesda, please. We'll have, we'll have one Bethesda with some Zenimax on the side, please, for $7.5 billion, yes. Devin. And, it and, is for, and for reference, I saw somewhere that said the, um, the profit for Sony's gaming division is about $8.3 billion. So mm. for around the same cost as their... Sony's entire gaming profit, uh, Xbox, Microsoft bought an entire company. That's insane. <laughs> makes you think why they didn't just buy Sony. No, I'm sorry. I mean, I mean obviously that would never happen. But who knows? <laughs> I mean, honestly, someone's got to take this, down Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. Is it Sega? Well, I don't know. <laughs> well, Se- Sega tried. They could, back they could the be day. buying Inten- uh, Sega next. We'll they could, yeah, they, they they definitely could. Uh, but really quick on the whole, the Bethesda thing, um, <laughs> it's it's crazy because I think Disney bought the Star Wars property for around four billion, yeah. And it's like, it's just crazy to think it's like that, wow, that's a so, bargain looking back at it. Yeah, and I think they bought Marvel Studios for around the same, um, as much as they paid for um. For the Disney property, or sorry, for Star Wars property, Disney did. But I don't, this this is just great. Um, I really I wanted to uh, clear something up. So um, Phil Spencer did come out and say this is a very vague message, by the way. Um, you know, Bethesda is still making the same games that they were making yesterday. You know, Todd Howard and Pete Hines and all of them came out and said that. But um, Bethesda games will come to other consoles on a case by case basis but we really don't know necessarily what that means i mean xbox has to recoup that money some kind of way and we just got word today that doom eternal is coming to xbox game pass and all of bethesda's current ip will be coming to xbox game pass and every future game will be on a game pass and future that means elder scrolls 6 and Starfield. Very excited. And we might even get a Fallout New Vegas too, Devin. It's yeah. a good time to be alive. It's amazing. I love it. But uh, to put it into perspective, there are a few, um, a few of the, you know, um, like it's Bethesda and Zenimax. So for reference, oh my gosh, I would have to go to Xbox's page to look this up really quick. It's like a crap ton of studios, dude. It's insane. It's, they added eight more, so they have uh, 23 total under the Xbox brand. Yeah. They're doing really good in Japan, too, man. X- X- Apparently, Xbox Series S and X are sold out in Japan for, like, the first time. So, like, this, so, like, the, the really quick, the uh, the purchase, you know, Xbox buying Bethesda, it, it makes up of, like, Bethesda Studios, id Software, ZeniMax Online, Arcane Studios, Machine Games, Tango Gameworks, Alpha Dogs, Roundhouse Studios, Elder Scrolls, um, Fallout, you know, all, Doom, Dishonored, Prey, Rage, Quake, Starfield, all that jazz. That's a lot. 
it 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 is a lot. And I mean, they they got to recoup that money somehow. They got to. Recoup I think that money they're gonna somehow. have the major like giant huge games like Skyrim and Starfield be on multiple consoles. But then they'll probably keep the smaller ones like or the Praise, I w- the Stunner, yeah. maybe Doom. Maybe. So what I'm thinking is what I would do if I was Daddy Spencer, Phil Spencer. I would release, of course, you know, every game is going to be coming first day one in Game Pass. I would actually put some kind of exclusive, like time exclusivity. I wouldn't go full. I mean, if they wanted to, they totally could. But, you know, ex- but, uh, Microsoft's not really trying to do that when it comes to, you know, exclusivity, even though technically they are. It's weird. It seems that Sony and Microsoft, they're preaching different things, but they're practicing the complete opposite. Uh, but I'll get into that in a bit because it seems that, you know, Xbox did say for the first few years, first two years or something like that, a lot of their games are going to be coming out, you know, for across all their consoles. So Xbox One X the xbox one s and all that jazz whatever whatever and even all the way down to the original xbox one but they said for the first two years all those games will be coming to uh to all those consoles but beyond that it probably will just be on the xbox series s and the x and of course pc but it just it just really it it, it really depends but i i would i would put put some kind of time exclusivity on there for sure um, I really don't know, but we'll just have to wait and see because I'm really interested. I mean, I want as many people playing these games as well, but I do. I would like to see Xbox, you know, benefit from some type of exclusivity deal. So we'll just have to wait and see. But I do agree because, I mean, when it comes to Elder Scrolls, and, like bigger Fallout games, like those games, they have such a big following on both sides. But it doesn't even matter if they come out on both because all that money's going back to Xbox. So, hey. Anyway, um, so we kind of touched on, you know, Microsoft. Oh, we wanted to touch on. Do you want to talk about Sony acquiring Sega or Microsoft? Microsoft. Sorry. Microsoft acquiring Sega. I don't know why this is going around, but go ahead. Um, Yeah, there's a rumor going around (laughs) that Microsoft might be interested in acquiring Sega as well. But um, we won't be hearing any news about it anytime soon, specifically not at the Tokyo Game Show. So. I mean, yeah, which is if they can, they can add right Sonic now. and all those other games. Sonic. I mean, Atlas, I mean, good. Sega's big. Yeah, Sega's big though. Like, because they, they do more than just video games. So I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see if that is true. How that would work? You know what I mean? Because I mean, they have like Atlas games, there's Bayonetta. There's a lot of stuff. But we'll just have to wait. Maybe they just buy their gaming division. Maybe they are, you know, overhead of their gaming division, but it is a Japanese company overall, so I really, I just don't know. But, I mean, Microsoft's been trying to, you know, win, win some hands over in the Japanese. Yeah, it's a good transition. Yeah. So it looks like Japan is Xbox's uh, fastest-growing region worldwide. And, of course, yeah, I mean, I watched a little bit of the showcase this morning. Um, you know, Phil Spencer's up there. He was he was really pushing it because it's like I mean, essentially, I mean, Japanese studios essentially saved the video game industry back. You know, when Nintendo before even Nintendo and Sega, where it was just oversaturated with all these like super bland and basic games. You know, you had Sega and Nintendo uh, battling it out, and then you know the whole Nintendo screwing over Sony. 
type deal when they were supposed to have like the Nintendo PlayStation type um, collaboration. And then that kind of birthed Sony into their um, their empire that they've built. But of course, you know, Xbox still being relatively new to this, you know, gaming uh, space, the industry, I think they've done a fantastic job. And, you know, it, like I said, Xbox Series S's and X's are already, um, they're already selling out over in Japan. People are, you know, they're, and it's going to be launching globally, the Xbox One X and the Series. Xbox, sorry, Xbox Series X. See, I'm getting all mixed up. The Xbox Series S and the Xbox Series S will be launching globally alongside all the other countries as well. But yeah, um, he's uh, Phil Spencer spoke during the Tokyo Game Show, and he's he's just he's just having a blast. You know, they, I'm I'm glad they're you know things are looking up for Microsoft. I think they've found their niche. And, you know, I hope they plan to expand upon it. But, Devin, we're going to end up some sad news here. Not sad news. Just news that doesn't make any sense to me. Sad for you. So stupid. (sighs) All right. So, earlier this week, of course, well, about two weeks ago, we learned that, you know, Sony's We Believe in Generations whole, you know, marketing spiel is like a complete lie. Because we later found out after the PlayStation 5 showcase that games like, um, uh, I think, Horizon Zero, Dawn of Forbidden West, um, Spider-Man Miles Morales, and Sackboy's Big Adventure will not only be coming to the PlayStation 5, but they're also going to have PlayStation 4 versions. So, so much for the whole, we believe in generations. But, I mean, it is what it is. It's a... It's a gaming company that lied to me. It, it has not been the first time this has happened. It will definitely not be the last. But uh, people were wondering, hey, you know, for Spider-Man Miles Morales, uh, for players who have not decided to buy a PlayStation 5 yet, you can purchase it on PlayStation 4, and then it gives you the ability to, hey, you know, I want to buy a PlayStation 5. It gives, it gives you the ability to upgrade um, your your Spider-Man Miles Morales PS4 version to the PS5 version, absolutely free. It's amazing, but they're they're not doing the same thing with uh, Spider-Man PS4. Um, so Sony has confirmed that there is no free PS5 upgrade for PS4 Spider-Man players, which really sucks because it seems right now the only way to buy the remastered version of the PS4 Spider-Man game is if you buy the PS5 Spider-Man Miles Morales and um, the remastered bundle together for $70 or $80, $80, $70, $70. Yeah. Because the game standalone for Spider-Man Miles Morales is 50. Um, so it's like, I, I just, I don't get it. Like what warrants, a remaster for a game that came out two years ago, which is really weird. I mean, like, yeah, I get it. You know, you want it to look at all nice and pretty, but I think is this is a bad look for Sony because you you see CD Projekt Red. They're giving people who who've bought The Witcher back that came out in 2015. They're giving people a free upgrade, and it's like. From a game in 2015, Devin, it's 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 insane. But what are your thoughts? I mean, I know you don't care <laughs> because you're going to be <laughs> playing this on PS4. But do oh, you have yeah. any thoughts towards this? 
I mean, yeah, I guess it sucks. And there's also, from what I saw, there's no way to to buy it separately. You have to buy. No, there is no way to yeah to buy the remastered of PS4 Spider Man. I do not believe there is no. Which is like, why why even do this? Like, I I if if you're not gonna give people a choice, why even make it? Like, yeah, you can still pop in your PlayStation Four version of Spider Man and play it on your PS Five, no problem. But if you want, you know. The PlayStation Five with the shiny new, uh, the shiny new graphics, the 60 FPS, and all that other jazz. It's like it comes with a few other things as well. Um, let me look that up really, really quick before we close out here. I saw it came with new uh, trophies as well. I yeah, upgraded. Yeah, so ray tracing. Everyone's talking about ray tracing nowadays. Uh, better draw distance, 60 FPS mode, lower uh, load times, three new suits, new trophies, um, and upgraded art assets but um your game game save transfers will not transfer over which i mean i get but at the same time if you're charging people for cloud saves then how is that not possible it may not be possible we don't know but the, the, the thing that really bugs me which is kind of a bummer you know they're like oh let's let's get an extra 20 dollars out of these people who want to replay the first spider-man you know with these shiny new graphics and these these better overall uh, performance um boosts we're going to charge him next to 20 bucks, even though the game came out two years ago. I don't think it warrants a remaster at all. But I mean, here we are. I'm going to get it because I want to play. I want to I want to play with, you know, with the, the newest, the, the newest bells and whistles and all the new trophies and, and the new suits. I, I want to play my game at 60 FPS. Like, I, I don't. But I shouldn't have to pay. I, technically, we shouldn't have to pay for it. Because there's so many, I mean, Xbox is doing the whole smart delivery thing. I mean, you know, CD Projekt Red and a bunch of others. I mean, Ubisoft's doing upgrades as well. Just doesn't make any sense. It's just a really bad look for Sony. And hopefully, maybe they'll change their mind. Because it's not like it's, they didn't say it's impossible. They said that there is no free upgrade, which means they're not doing it. But that's all I have to say about it. So, was there anything else you wanted to... um, uh, mentioned before we close out here, Devin. Nope. Cool. So that pretty much um, concludes our episode here. Nice our and new short. show. Nice and short. Around, yeah, 46 minutes. That's actually really short. So, yes, that concludes our new show for this week on Film Optics, our headline hot take show. I guess you can call it. That's what I've been putting in the thumbnail. So that's what it is. <laughs> But uh, before we uh, close out here again, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Red Circle, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and of course, Amazon Music. And you can follow us on show, social media at Twitter and Instagram at Film Optics. Optics is spelled with an X. And of course, make sure to follow and check out all of our other, um, excuse me, <clears throat> podcasts on our network. We got sports. We got movies. I mean, we got music. <laughs> we got commentaries for you. We got we got Oscar tunities, some Oscar talk for you, as well. Check out the other podcasts, and we got we got other movie reviews from uh, on a few of our uh, newer members as well. Um, but yes, make sure to check all of them out over at the Music City Drive-In podcast link. I'll put that in the description of the podcast below. Um, again. Uh, we are going to be reviewing Trials of Trials of Chicago 7 this coming up Monday. Um, and, of course, make sure to check out our Monsterland review that is out at the time of this 
recording. By the time you're hearing this, it'll be out. So definitely check that out. It's a non-spoiler review. My name is Christian, and that was Devin. And we will see you guys on the PlayStation Nation. Uh, <laughs> peace. <Well> <laughs> <laughs>